0: Good morning. Good morning. Praise God for this day. Uh, turn your Bible to 1 Corinthians 2.14 Before I start I like to start something funny. And, uh, so, I, so an Indian missionary an Indian missionary come to US to visit his home church. So a missionary comes and the church get excited after the service they prepare for a lunch they prepare for a lunch and uh, they prepare a hot dog. So they prepare a hot dog and give it to this Indian missionary. Now this Indian missionary cannot say no to the hot dog. So he take that hot dog and put it in his pocket. <laughs> now the pastor sees, oh, he already finished one hot dog. He says, hey, give him another one. <laughs> they give him the second hot dog. He take that and put it into the pocket. And pastor says, you like so much, I'll give you turn. He says, no, pastor. In India, we don't eat dog that too alo- that too hot. <laughs> so that's where the I was also, I was not liking the, liking the hot dog when I came and Brother Brian fed me and I am eating hot dogs in that. <laughs> <day>. <laughs> so message to to the to this morning is very simple, my friend. In this church, there are two kinds of people, and I don't know them. I don't know your heart. Lord sees your heart. When Lord sees you, either he sees you as a natural man or he sees you as a spiritual man. I am going to explain you through the word of God because I said I cannot know. I don't know. No man can see anyone's heart. But I will preach the word of God. What word of the God in the middle and the end of this message will do, will tell you you are a natural or a spiritual man. At the end of the message, there will be a call will be given if Lord convicts you that you are a natural man, you need to become a spiritual man. We'll explain you how it can be done, but the will of the God is that you need to be a spiritual man. As I said, the God is going to speak to you because his word will be getting preached over here. And there will be a call that you need to make a decision at the end of this message. I believe and I pray and we prayed about it. That no person this morning go out of this church being a natural man. 1 Corinthians 2.14 it says. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto them. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. So what Paul is telling here is these are the natural man that they do not understand the things of the Lord for their foolishness unto them. They don't understand it. There is no understanding for the word of God or any of the spiritual thing. Let's talk about this natural man, the characteristic of this natural man. And before I talk about the characteristic of natural man, let me share some profound truth with you all. A man, when we are born, every one of us is this natural man. Every one of us are sinner by birth. We are not sinner because we sin, Because we are sinner because we are born in sin. There is nothing you can do to save yourself. Not your good works, not your prayer, not your Bible, not your church coming. Anything on this earth, nothing can save you from going into hell. That's the bad news, right? And that's where Lord sent his only one son. Because penalty of sin is death. When you die and go into the hell, basically you are having the penalty of the sin when you was on this life. So, Lord sent his son. He took all your sin on him, no matter you believe him or not. He took all your sin on him and died on the cross so that when you call unto him his name, you should have eternal life. Jesus is the door gospel is a key today you will make that decision to receive that key and open that door which is Jesus and get secure that your eternal life will be in heaven this is the profound truth nothing else what you think or what you believe matters only word of God what Lord who created you that matters and this is the truth this is the basis of this Bible This is the foundation of this church, and that's what we're going to preach. See, this natural man are the person, as I told you, they have all the knowledge of Jesus. Now we are coming to this church, right? The people sitting over here. As I told you, I don't know. The Lord will reveal you. This natural man pray, read Bible, comes to the church may be baptized also he have all the information of Jesus but he cannot go to heaven let me give you an example every one of you here may be knowing about Great Wall of China you must have studied it you must have seen on TV so you have all the information but you have never gone there and seen that actual there's a difference between the two the same way you may know the Bible, you may pray, or you may spend your life in, in the church that does not make you a spiritual man or a Christian man. It only makes the day when you realize the profound truth which I told you that you need to get saved, nothing that you can do to save yourself. And when you cried out to the Lord, it's not your knowledge. It's basically knowledge of yourself that what you are and that's where you'll run to the lord a son of god who came on the earth died for your sin and he can save you see let's talk about what is this definition of natural man a natural man do not have the spirit of god he do not have the spirit of god that's why it's called natural man we so what happens is the truth which i told you when you call unto the lord to save yourself to save yourself from going into eternity for hell what happens is you just don't die and go into heaven immediately but the lord from heaven comes and resides in you the spirit of the god comes from the heaven and resides in you and that's why you became a spiritual man there is nothing that you can do that you can become a spiritual by yourself Lord comes and stays with you the Holy Spirit of Lord which comes from the heaven stays with you a natural man comes gets saved he became spiritual and this is the only man who is die and we go into heaven simple truth these are but a natural man do not understand this You know he he is like uh, that mobile which has the same but there is no activation. There is no activation and he cannot receive the signal. By nature this natural man is the children of wrath. Let me give you some verses Ephesians 2 2 3 I read it for you. Among whom also we are we all had our conversation in time past in the lust of our flesh fulfilling the desire of the flesh and of the mind and whereby the nature the children of wrath even as others. So he's talking about, he's talking about our old nature. He's talking about the people who are born again. But he's telling that by nature we are, we were by the nature the children of man. a children of wrath. It is such a wonderful, you know, Uh, Sometimes back, I was watching this documentary on the TV. They prepare a billion dollar telescope, uh, a lens, this room big, and they want to focus into the universe to understand the stars and the universe and all the mystery. And they're putting lot, lot money and they are thinking one day we will know all this. No, I turned Genesis chapter 1 and I know what it is. But the natural man do not understand it. He puts billions and billions because he just want to go ahead and to explore and see that he may get an answer when the answer is right there. But as I told you a natural man do not uh, appreciate the spiritual things. But the natural man do appreciate the things of the world. He goes to the Niagara fall. He see the water. It's wonderful. He sees the fall colors like wow this is very wonderful, very good. So he does have the appreciation for the worldly things. See speaking to this natural man, right? Speaking to this natural man is like putting the water on the rock. It is basically scolding a blind because he cannot see. And that's why I told you. You need to take that decision today. See, imagine, let me give one more example to make it easy. In your home, you have a TV, right? You have a TV. In the air, there is a signal. Now your TV does not catches that signal by himself. There has to be an antenna. The antenna catches that signal, which is already always in the air. And give it to this TV and you see the picture. The same way a natural man do not understand the spiritual things. He has no discernment. He do not understand what's going. He thinks he knows but he does not know. And that's why I say the word of God will reveal to you. He is that TV with no antenna. A man without a spirit is a natural man. But it does not mean that the natural man is a stupid. It does not mean that he has a natural wisdom. He has a natural wisdom. Let's read one uh, chapter, First uh, Corinthians one two, First Corinthians one 2, 20, Sorry, turn your Bible to First Corinthians one twenty, and here Paul is talking. Okay, Paul is talking uh, to this. Natural mans who, who brag about their wisdom, and he says, Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Had not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? He's asking there a rhetorical question. He's telling, Where are these scientists? Where are these educators? Where are these experts? They say that they have the wisdom. Where are these people? This is so wonderful. I was Googling the achievement of this world and this country. Let me read it for you. This is from the natural man. As I told you, they are not stupid. I will read it some 10 achievements of this world in the descending order. Uh, the internet, it developed in circa 1985, cell phone 1973, machine guns 1962, Panama Canal 1914, modern submarine 1900, Transoceanic cable communication 1858, first nuclear reactor 1942, model T-4 1908, first in flight 1903, man on the moon 1969. The natural man. He has a wisdom, a natural wisdom. He can go himself onto the moon now they are planning on the mars they can have a whole trip of the universe but a natural man cannot go to heaven by himself he cannot go he cannot do that he don't understand that see i read this achievement and if you see the current condition of this world and of this country if you see that, this natural man is sinking more and more into depravity and the wickedness. They don't understand what is man and woman is. They don't understand what a boy and a girl is. They don't understand for the marriage a man and a woman is required. Even animal understand to have a baby is there as to male and a female. This natural man don't understand the things of the world what God had created. They have no appreciation for what has God has done. You know what the Bible says? This natural man, what he did? He took a counsel to crucify the Son of God. They took a counsel. I read it for a verse for you. Matthew 12, 14, it says, Then the Pharisees went out and held the counsels against him, how they might destroy him. 1 Corinthians 2, it says, Which none of the princes of the world knew, he had then known it, they would have not have crucified the Lord of glory. A natural man do not understand what is happening. I was also one of them, my friend. I was also one of them. I'm not bragging about it. I'm just telling you, you need to be a spiritual. Otherwise you will die. You go into hell, no matter what church you are, no matter how much you pray, no matter what has happened to you, how you are blessed, does not matter. A natural man do not understand. Let's talk about one more natural man named Nicodemus, right? And as you know the story, a Nicodemus came to Jesus and Jesus answered him. John 3, 3, a famous verse, he under, Jesus said, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee. When Jesus says verily, verily, it means that it is the most serious thing in this world. So he's saying, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be a born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, natural men do not understand that. Nicodemus says, what shall I do? Jesus telling him, you need to have the spiritual birth. Many people, they try to become spiritual by their self. That is your problem. That was my problem also. Let me give an example. When a baby is born to a mother, Whose effort it is? Does the baby supports his mother to get out? Or is all the work is done by the mom? The same way for your spiritual birth to be born again, it's a work of the Lord that needs to happen in your life. But when? When you believe the profound truth which I told you that you will die and go into hell with your sin. You are sinner by birth, not because what you do. What you do is because your birth is in the sin. That's that's why you sin. And the penalty of sin is death. When you call unto Jesus, Lord save me, you are the son of God. You died on the cross for me. He does that. He performed the great work in you. He gives you that spiritual birth. There is nothing that you can do. But the natural man do not understand that. John 3 6 says and Jesus answered him that which is born of the flesh is flesh that's a natural man and that which is born of the spirit is spirit that's a spiritual man the spiritual birth my friend take a decision today the Lord is talking to you you may not have another Sundays let's talk about turn your Bibles to Mark 10 17 from the Bible we'll study one of the rich man one of the natural man whose bible always talk about and this guy came to lord the rich man mark 10:17 and here we talk about this a natural man he comes to the savior as the story as the context you know when jesus left his glory he left his place on heaven came on the earth while wise in this ministry this rich man comes to him and say and let's see what he says mark 10:17 And when he was gone forth into the way there come one running and kneel to him and ask him good master what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life. So if you see the story there is a rich man he comes and I like this guy only in the sense because if you see he has at least a desire of the eternal life. There are people sitting in the chair that don't care. About the eternity or eternal life, at least this guy, though he was a natural man, he had a desire. Master, you tell me. If you see, again, he says he came running. That shows his, you know, enthusiasm. I want it. I want to know that. Right? Not only that, he kneeled it also. You see, many people on this church, they are faithful, they kneel, and they want to serve. But the things does not work the way you want. You need to be born again. Being into the church does not make you a spiritual man. And Jesus said unto him, Jesus answered him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. What is Jesus is trying to tell him? First he is asking him, What callest thou me good? So he's asking the question, and Jesus, at the first answer itself,' is trying to reveal him the truth. He's trying to tell him there is none other good but only God. He's trying to tell him, "Hey, listen, you are a sinner and I am the God." He's trying to explain him, whatever the question he is given, he's trying to answer him with the spiritual things. That's where that's where these guys do not understand. See, the Bible says, the Bible says there is none good. There is none good. Romans 3.10 says, as it is written, there is none righteous, righteous, no, not one. Jesus, in the first answer itself, trying to reveal the condition of his heart to him. There is none good. You came, you kneeled, you ran. It's a good question, but there is none good. That's what Jesus is telling his, right? Now, that's where many people have the problem. When I told you the profound truth, they think, no, I am good. I am a good person. The worst part of badness is a human goodness. When you think you are good, the word of God is telling you, none is good than God. Now this guy, as I told you, I I like him. He has an interest. I want to ask you guys here, and this is my heart. Do you have an interest, or this is a question to me also, about the eternal things? Do you worry about what will happen when I die? Have you ever thought about it? Does that concern question came to you, or that fears you, and that's why you don't think about it? See, this guy, he has an interest. What shall I do? He knows one day he will die. When he knows after I die, I want to have an eternal life. And Lord says, Why callest thou me good? Now, in the f- next verse, Mark 10, 10 19, Lord says to him, Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery, do not kill. Do not steal, do not bear the false witness, defraud, defraud not, honor, honor thy father and mother. And and verse 20 says, and he answered and said unto him, Master, all this I have observed from my youth. I was also the same. Why so do all these things? So then I can go heaven. Jesus telling him, follow the commands. Plus, I was blessed also, like I was also financially good, like a rich man. See, I I remember this incident. When I was not saved, calling myself Christian, because Lord had blessed me with good house, good car, good wife, children, financially, and so many things. I was counting on all them, and I remember the pastors who from India who was connected to me. They don't understand what is to be a spiritual and there's to brag and has to tell me, Nitin, you are so much blessed. God has blessed you so much because the natural man do not understand the spiritual thing. Lord is trying to reveal him and we will go through there. You just stay with me. Matthew 20. Now this guy replied, right? What he said? He was, he said, I do this. I do this as he said in verse 20. And he answered and said unto him, Master, all this I observed from my youth. See, Jesus did not pet him. Oh, what a wonderful. You are a good guy. Where was you? Wonderful. You follow all this command. I have never seen anyone doing like this. Very wonderful. He does not do that. But what did Jesus do? Verse 21. Then Jesus beholding. Jesus beholding him, loved him. Because he cared for his soul. He see through his heart and he said and said unto him one thing thou lackest go thy way sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come and take up the cross and follow me now my friend don't miss that jesus is not telling him that you followed nine one is missing do ten and go to go to eternity in heaven jesus is not telling him jesus trying to reveal to him his heart condition that you cannot follow it, that you cannot do it, you cannot follow the law. Jesus is not telling him, You follow this commandment, and guess what? You will be in heaven. Rather than Jesus is telling him, because as when he said, Beholding, he knows his heart, he wants to reveal to him, and that's why I told you, The word of God will reveal to you, you are a natural or spiritual. And that's where your decision will be. And in the further, we will see this guy also at the same decision, at same moment where he has to take a decision. Jesus is trying to tell him that there is one thing which you are missing. Let's talk about that, right? We are not saved by keeping the law. Galatians 2:16, he says, "Know it that the man is not justified the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ." Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ. Not by the works of law for by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. But then why did Jesus tell him follow this command? Because Galatians 3.14 says. Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ that we might be justified by faith. Let me explain you this. Through an example, hold your attention here. How does law bring you to the Christ? Those who are new here, if you guys don't know, there was no signal here on this when you get out of this church. So what we used to do? Take our car, look left, right, and drive through. Just pass by. After some time, there came a signal. Now imagine, because you don't know there is a signal, you just cross this red signal, and guess what happens? A a cop came, and he asked you to stop. You just go there, and the cop say, hey, you broke the signal. You say, where is the signal? There was no signal. Cop says, there is a signal there. Check there. Before, you got angry on that cop. Now when that cop showed you there is a signal, now here are you, I'm sorry. I didn't knew that I don't know there is a signal the cop said, yes there is a signal and you break that and here is the punishment here is the $500 fine <laughs> now after doing that then the cop said oh that signal you know what I forgive you like why because the pastor of that church said that any of our man if they break the signal I'll pay for them in advance now, what does that means to you? The law, when you know that you cannot follow, as Christ was trying to reveal his heart condition to him, you cannot do that. And this guy should have told, Lord, I cannot do, as we will read into the Bible, that would have revealed his condition, there, was a, there would have been a decision, that Lord, what shall I do now? I have break the command. And Lord will have told, it's only because of me you can go into the heaven. Because I paid it all. Lord is not trying to explain him to be good by following the command. The law never goes off, but it brings you to the Christ. That's why it says is the schoolmaster. If there is a no-law, why you need a Christ? Why you need a savior? hey Christ came on the earth for the people who are lost so that they repent and accept him as their personal savior he does not came for a righteous how you know you are lost when you know that you cannot follow the command that is what Jesus is trying to explain this guy hey listen don't brag about I do all and all and all let me tell you one thing can you do this one But as you see, this guy did not understand it. My friend, law is spiritual. Romans 7.14 says, For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal soul under the sin. The law is related to your heart. As Bible says, Bible says, do not commit adultery. Adultery is not just having affair with any woman. The adultery is when you see any woman in your heart in lust, that you commit the adultery in your heart itself. Let me read a verse for you. Matthew 5.28 But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her had committed adultery with her already in his heart. Lord is trying to explain that rich man, his heart condition is trying to reveal to him do you understand you came bragging that i follow all this you cannot follow the law he came to the savior savior revealed to him same thing will, will happen today lord will reveal to you now look what this guy did look what this guy first we'll see what law this guy was breaking right what law this voice was breaking exodus 2017 says right because this guy was not able able to give up, like as we see that he, he denied and uh, Matthew 5, 28, uh, sorry, Exodus twenty seventeen, he says, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant and his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor. First Timothy, six ten, uh, first Thessalonians six ten says, for the love of money is the root of evil. This guy was having the heart problem as we all do. We cannot follow the law and that's where we need a savior. As I told, Jesus was trying to give the revelation to this guy of his heart. And as Jesus says, Luke thirteen three, I tell you, nay, but except he repent, he shall all likewise perish. What this guy should have done. This guy should have. As the story, you know, he just denied. He cannot give up. He cannot give up. He cannot give the where his heart is. His heart was. There was no God in his heart. His heart was in worldly desire. Lord wants to be a master of your heart. Lord does not want a second or third position of your heart. Is the Lord His God? His Almighty is your Creator. And Lord want to reveal to this guy so that he understand that he is a sinner and he needed a savior. Lord want him to repent so that he understand there should have been a question. Lord, then what shall I do? I was thinking that I am good person. I was thinking I'm a rich man. I was so much blessed. I was thinking I follow all this command. I was humble. I kneel along on your knees. I say a good man. I believe in Jesus. But I cannot go heaven. No. Not by yourself. Lord tried to reveal him. His condition. Mark 10.22 said. And he was sad at that saying. And went away grieved. For he had great possessions. He cannot give up. Today. A natural man in this church. will, If you go outside as a natural man. That is the only one reason this man did. The same reason. You cannot give up. The choice is yours. The choice is yours if Lord reveals to you. See, I'll tell you on the story and we will be done here. There was a man. He went on the 10-story building. He went to the 10-story building and he decided he'll walk on the edge of the wall. He decided this is the 10-story building. I'll just walk like this and nothing will happen. He went the first row, first line first turn and people down there was looking towards him, say, hey, don't do that. You will fall. This is a ten story building. You will die. He said, no, I can do that. He completed it his first walk. Nothing happened. On the edge of that wall, on the hundred story building, he started walking on to his second walk. People rang, it, don't do that. It is such a stupid thing to do. He said, no, nothing will happen. And on the third walk, his his legs slept, he fell down on his head and died. Now you may think, what a foolish man. Oh, That's what many of any person in this room who is a natural man is doing. You are walking at the eternity of the wall, the wall of eternity, one step one thing will come in your life and you don't know and you'll fall down into the eternity for hell. There is a decision has to be made. There is a decision has to be made. You accept him or reject him. Devil wants to think that you don't need that. See, let's bring it up here. Now bring that situation here. Lord was there. This rich man was there. Lord try to reveal the situation to him. Lord tells him, hey, you are a sinner. Do you understand? Devil talks to his heart in his ear. No, you are not. You are God. You are good. Don't worry. The Holy Spirit of the God tells, accept him. Accept him. Don't listen to him. The devil says, No, you are God. You cannot give this up. Pastor will give you the invitation in a minute. The Holy Spirit of God, any person who is a natural man here, the conviction is, came to you. It's your decision. To accept Jesus Christ as personal Savior, to call him to, to save your soul, or to just walk out from here like this natural man. Where do you think this guy is? He's in hell. He's waiting for his judgment. I don't know, as I told you, the word of God will reveal to you if you are a natural or a spiritual. You have to take a decision. I was also one of them. I got saved when I took that decision. I was also blessed with all the material blessing you cannot imagine. The moment the Lord convicted me in a message that I am a sinner, I need a savior. I said, Lord, save me. Lord, save my heart. The same thing will happen today. As pastor gives the invitation, it's your call, your decision to get saved and walk outside from the church with rejoicing that my sins are forgiven, with rejoicing that I'm the way to heaven, with rejoicing for your eternity, or to join this natural rich man for eternity
1: into the hell. Amen. If you would stand at your seats with your heads bowed and your eyes closed. Pastor Nitton mentioned the idea that that we're going to have an invitation. This is an opportunity for you to accept or reject Jesus Christ. If you've already accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, then your eternity is settled. If you have not, yours is not. And like he mentioned, you're one step away. You're one breath away from falling into hell for all of eternity. What a foolish, foolish thing that would be for you to sit here and hear the message of the gospel, hear how you could be saved, hear that there's an opportunity for you to escape that punishment in hell and to reject what Jesus Christ did for you on the cross. There's two types of people here this morning. He talked about the natural man and the spiritual man. Hey, there's saved sinners and lost sinners. We're still sinners. We don't deserve heaven. We don't deserve what Jesus Christ did for us. I'm a saved sinner. I'm not perfect by any stretch, and I never will be until I get to heaven. But Jesus Christ is my Savior. I've accepted his death on the cross as the payment for my sin. And in a crowd this size, I can't help but think that there are some lost sinners in here this morning who need that Savior. You're passed from death unto life. You're passed from darkness into light. What a tremendous thing that is. And when you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, you know know that peace that passes all understanding, as the Bible says. What a tremendous, tremendous thing that is. There are people, and we we read about them in the Bible, but there are people that have been in hell for, for generations because they rejected Jesus Christ as their Savior. The rich man, the Bible says, lifted up his eyes in hell, being in torment, and begged somebody to come and just take the tip of their finger and dip it in water and give him a little drip on his tongue because he's in so much torment. One drip, that's what he's asking for. But I wonder how many that are in this room this morning, if you're still standing and you're still breathing, there is still hope for you to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. But you may not get that chance again. I'm not trying to scare you into accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior. What I want you to understand is that knowing Jesus Christ as your Savior is the most wonderful thing that will ever happen to you. It's the most important decision you will ever make. No amount of money, no amount of going to church, no amount of anything can save you other than coming to Jesus Christ and asking him to be your Savior. Going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than going to a garage makes you a car. Those things have nothing to do with it. They're not bad things, they're good things. But those things have nothing to do with whether or not you're going to spend eternity in heaven or not. The amount of money you have in your bank account, the size house that you have, the type of car that you drive, the job that you have, the status you have, all of those things, none of those things matter. What matters is, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, or are you continuing to reject him? There is no middle ground. Father, we thank you for the message this morning. I pray that if there is somebody in here that still does not know Jesus Christ as their Savior, that they would walk down the aisle this morning, let somebody take a Bible and share with them the message of the gospel so they can know for sure that they're on their way to heaven when they die. What a a sad thing that would be for somebody to walk out of here this morning and die and go to hell with their sins paid for. Thank you so much for dying on the cross for me. Thank you so much for all the others that are in here this morning that have accepted the death of Jesus Christ on the cross as the payment for their sin. And God, I pray that those who are left that have never done that would do that this morning. Thank you for your goodness to us in Jesus' name. Amen.